need some motivation on your Chinese business endeavor, may be curious about what the Chinese business environment is all about, or want to laugh out loud listening to war stories on the ground in China, then this is your show, China Business Cast. Welcome to the China Business Cast. This week, we're going to go on a deep dive into the WeChat ecosystem. For that, we have the last interview that we recorded at the TechCom conference a few months ago, where I spontaneously ran into Tommaso Sora and we got talking and then we just decided to to go with it and uh, record a podcast about that. During our conversation, we, we talked about the WeChat and most specifically what is happening on WeChat mini programs, how that has been developing. But before we jump into the episode, I'd like to request the help from the audience. I just become aware that people are having issues finding the podcast in China. So I'd like the audience uh, who have um, Apple devices like uh, your iPhone or uh, a MacBook with uh, iTunes, I'd like to ask them to search China Business Cast and let me know if you can find it or if you don't get any results. If you're, if you're not able to locate it, I'd like to know where you are based. Are you based in China or are you based outside of China? So I'm getting mixed reports and I'd like to find out what's going on. So I really would appreciate the help from the audience to give me some feedback on that. You can drop that in the WeChat group or send it to my WeChat or uh, shout us on a, an email with, with your findings. Let us know if we're still on the Apple store in China or not. Um, that's something I'm really curious to find out. Well, I hope uh, I get a lot of input on that. So thanks for that already. And with that being said, let's go into the episode and learn more about WeChat mini programs and the ecosystem. Yeah, so uh, today in the in the podcast, we have uh, Tommaso Sora. Tommaso Sora is uh, working in, uh, in Shanghai on his uh, businesses. Um, and we're going to be talking about WeChat mini programs, which I think uh, a lot of people in our audience are uh, interested in it or trying to learn more and see how they can use it for their for their business. So we'll be going over some use cases on, on what to do and maybe what not to do. Um, and let's just dive in and, and learn more. Uh, welcome, uh, Tommaso. Thank you very much. Hello, Jons. And thank you, everyone. Very good. So... Tell us a little bit about your background. How did you come to China? Um, what are you doing here? And um, what are your future plans, maybe? Sure. Um, so uh, I I'm from Italy, and uh, I came to China in 2008. Um, my, my first uh, idea was to come here and to experience Chinese culture, you know, learn more about, uh, more about China. I was interested in Tai Chi. That's uh, one of the reasons I came here, and then I I fell in love with it. Um, I I was in Wuhan, in the city in central China, and then moved to Shanghai. I found my my future wife there, and now I'm here in Shanghai with my family. I also have a daughter, and um, well, um, uh, has been a, a long journey. Um, I've been, uh, I'm a software engineer on the ground. So I was working for different companies. And then uh, one day, two years ago, I decided to start my own business. So I started my company, it's called CineWeb. And um, I started with, uh, with the idea of um, helping creating a bridge 
for companies uh, that come into China. So um, I wanted to help people to reach their audience in China. And um, of course, we, we, we target Chinese market. So it's a digital agency. We develop web solution, custom solution, and uh, we specialize, as you said, in which uh, many programs at the moment. Okay, WeChat Media programs are, are pretty hot. Um, I think they started about two years, maybe two and a half years already, but I think around two years ago uh, when they were introduced. And at first, the reception was pretty lukewarm. People didn't really know what it was or, or what to use or how to see it. Um, but I think over the last two years, it has changed quite quite a lot. Um, and now it's, it's pretty popular and there's lots of new use cases and developments uh, coming out and new media, media mini programs. What kind of, uh, what kind of trends, um, or how would you describe, let's start with that. How would you describe a WeChat mini program? What is a WeChat mini program? Uh, what can you do with it and, and why would people want to use it? Uh, yes. So, uh, WeChat mini program, um, it is it is a mini program, as I say. So it's it's a program itself. Um, the only difference is that uh, uh, runs straight from WeChat. So uh, different uh, different from apps. We don't need to install anything on the mobile. So we already have installed WeChat, and then we can easily uh, open mini program because someone share with us, or we scan a QR code. And it runs straight from the WeChat. So this is, um, I would say, the most is the most. Uh, so I say I say that the easier definition. Okay. Yeah. So they, they can be opened directly from in the WeChat application. Um, so it's an application in an application basically, and uh, they're called mini programs. Why you can do quite a lot of them, but it, it's still. Um, limited in scope and, and that's where the word mini comes yeah. from i guess i was i would say that uh, you can you can do 80 percent of what you do uh, with the normal application for a mobile with a mini program um but of course it has this uh, limitation because it's uh, limited to the wechat environment yeah it's in a, in a specific ecosystem in the wechat ecosystem right um why, why would businesses or um, organizations want a WeChat mini program or why could they use it? What would be their benefits or what would be the reasons or goals why they would want one? If, uh, if a company wants to enter a Chinese market, um, they, need to, uh, they need to know WeChat. So they need to know WeChat and they need to use WeChat tool to promote what they're doing. Because this is today, nowadays, this is the, this is the main um, media, you know, mean tool. It was born with a, as a chat tool, but now has developed into uh, also everyone using it for work, for advertisement. There are many groups. So um, to work from, to have a tool that works from WeChat and then can be easily used within WeChat, is, uh, it's a very powerful thing to have so maybe to summarize what you're what you're meaning is if you're in wechat you are where the audience is because wechat is so prevalent it's so much used in china nowadays yeah, exactly. 
there's over a billion users signed up. I'm not saying that they're all using it at the exact same time every day, but that is where the audience is um, for a large part of the time that people use their um, their digital devices, right? Exactly. The, the, that's correct. Uh, in China, since I came to China, I really uh, not using anymore my email, for example. Of course, I use it sometimes. They need to send some documents or like to do when you're working with customers that are not in China. That, especially when I work <laughs> with customers that are in China. Yes. So WeChat is the main tool for communication and for business. And um, and as you say, there are uh, uh, one billion users. So even if uh, WeChat me program work only inside WeChat, uh, you still have one billion users as your potential audience. And that's uh, good enough to to build something that works from WeChat. Yeah. Um, one of the things that uh, Alan Jung has shared on several occasions, and, and Alan Jung is um, the founder of WeChat, uh, the brainchild of him, it, he sees WeChat it, it, as a tool, as a, something to be quickly used to accomplish something. A task might be uh, talking to a friend, sending money to someone, um, paying for your groceries, <clears throat> getting a taxi, whatever you want to accomplish. He wants WeChat to be that tool where you can quickly do that. And from what I understand, he sees WeChat mini programs as part of that philosophy. Um, so use a WeChat mini program to, to accomplish something, get a task done, close it and go on with your life, do the next thing um, and not be stuck in um ecosystem or into a platform where you're just spending time for, for entertainment purposes. So what Ellen Jung said, um, uh, it is true, but the, the reality might be a bit different nowadays because, um, as I see my, you know, battery consumption is like 60% is WeChat on my mobile phone. Uh, so I'm performing, I'm using, I'm using it to perform different tools. Uh, but there are many different tools that you can do. With uh, with WeChat, so I wouldn't be surprised if in the next uh, you know year or two years we will have a new operating system which is only working for WeChat. Because I, th I think we sort of already have uh, that situation. It's just it's still iOS, but people only use WeChat, so they don't really <laughs> they ever maybe never exactly. see iOS anymore or Android. They don't really see the operating system because. They just have WeChat open all the time and you can do so many things in there. So the, the amount of time that they usually, their actual mm -hmm. apps in the operating system is reducing slowly uh, over time with the development of these new technologies, I think. So, um, what, what kind of, what kind of use cases uh, could you share with us? Maybe uh, some mini programs that you guys have developed or other cool use cases that you have seen. Um, and, and why you think those use cases uh, work for entering the Chinese market, maybe um, through a mini program versus other channels. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I will, I will talk about um, something we developed uh, that I think uh, it, is, it is in line with the purpose of, of a mini program. So as we, as we said, a mini program is a tool uh, that um, has to be used to solve some problem, you know, to, to perform some tasks. Um, and, uh, and this is a tool that is mainly used and it is mainly used in China. So for the Chinese market. So for example, uh, where one of our clients is a productivity 
they developed a productivity tool and um, they already had a tool that assessment tool to assess their potential customers or their already existing users and um, they already have this tool working from a website but uh, when they want to promote uh, this into china they asked us to develop uh, a mini program so we developed this mini program with this assessment tool that works straight from wechat and it's a very simple tool uh, but it's very powerful because if you're targeting the chinese market you can uh, easily uh, have a, a result of your assessment immediately and you can share it with your friends you can share it with your network and other people can also see your results and then decide to take the test as well and they see the results and they become interested in the in this productivity tool so it is a uh, So it's not only a tool, but you've also added uh, maybe a viral component to it. You you can share the results of the of the test in this case, the assessment, much more easily than um, maybe through an app or um, through a, a normal website tool. Do, do I understand that correctly? Yes, that that's correct. Um, that's exactly uh, one of the purpose of this uh, of this tool, this uh, main program. Uh, it's very easy to to be shared so the marketing let's say the marketing cost is lower because people it becomes viral people easily share it with their friends with their peers and uh, and that's the convenience of it so it's very convenient to do something with it in the, in this um, era where uh, digital and uh, where attention span is becoming uh, shorter and shorter we need the We need to give the user something that is very easy to use, easy to share, and uh, to understand. Yeah, so that's also what we did in our pre-talk. We uh, we mentioned that uh, the barriers of entry for uh, getting your uh, mini program seen by people are, are lower than if you're doing uh, an app um, or standalone app on a mobile or uh, through a website, right? Um, exactly. And that your acquisition costs or your marketing costs per usage can be therefore quite a bit lower. It's a kind of combination argument. Okay. Um, one thing I'd like to touch upon as well is um, this is what I've seen in, in my business. Uh, people wanting to have a mini program just because it's, it's hot and trending, right? Everything that's popular, everyone wants to jump on the bandwagon. Um, they just want to put their website in it. Right. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, right. This is a problem we we face uh, most of the time, and uh, we need to educate sometimes most of the time the the user uh, that a Xiaomi program is not a website. Uh, of course, it can be used for that, uh, but that's not a primary purpose. So th that's a tool that should be used to perform a task uh, while. Putting just information, it's, uh, it, it becomes kind of redundant because people already, if they are in China, they already have, they usually have the website, they have the service account with all the information, and then they create a mini program which is basically copy the information of the website or the official account, um, and um, so that's not uh, the, the primary purpose. And also, you cannot do the same things you do on the website on the mini program and vice versa. 
yeah, there are some limitations, yeah, some limitations. Uh, in the WeChat mini programs that make you not able to link to certain pages or do certain things very easily, right? Yes, especially for opening links, external links is very difficult to do. And then uh, you already touched upon it, but I'd like to reiterate that. Um, what would be the place then within the WeChat ecosystem to, to have a website? In, in my opinion, that is the, the WeChat official account that, that could be a service account or a subscription account or some difference in there. But usually the, the service account, that's where it could be a kind of a copy of your, of your website in your business presence within the WeChat uh, ecosystem. And then the mini programs are a tool to accompany your, your presence and accomplish whatever you want to accomplish in, in your business case. Yeah, they, uh, that's correct. Yes, I also, I think um, we already have the official official accounts that uh, are, they can uh, be used to, to serve different uh, content, uh, media, multimedia, content, image, videos, and text, and can be also linked to mini program if you need to perform a task, or can be linked to your website. Of course, it's, uh, it's good to have a website based in China, otherwise um, it will be too slow and or sometimes it's not even possible to link it. One of the, one of the metrics that you often hear uh, here in China is that um, compared to audience in the West, they need more contact moments or contact points to become a decision to buy or to become a customer. So in the West, I believe the, the statistics, you need about four contact moments. And then people have seen you in different places, heard from your friends. And then it's like, okay, I'm, I'm interested in this company. And then you start on a journey to becoming a customer. Here in China, you need more of those moments, more of those places before they really they do their homework, before they really decide to become a customer. So having a website, I think, is a great yes. idea together with uh, a WeChat official account. And then maybe uh, a WeChat mini program that just increases your exposure to getting more in contact with this customer and getting hopefully further uh, contact moments and therefore leaving a good impression with the customer so that they potential customer with the lead uh, that they want to further engage with, with you or learn more at least. Exactly. Uh, we also, I will just add that if you're, because I have to deal with a, a lot of small business and uh, my, micro business for like people, they want to have a passion, they want to start something in China. So I developed also a platform, it's called, it's called Small China, it stands for Small Business in China. Uh, this is also one thing I learned is that uh, it's good also to engage your customers with uh, offline events. So that could be another point of contact. But of course, you need to find them first. So you need different uh, channel, you know, to con to connect with them. But once you uh, you connect with them offline as well, it's um, you build also a different kind of relationship. I think that's a variable insight which I which I agree with. Um, being present online is is maybe not the first that people maybe learn about you offline. But then they go do research and then you want to be in the online presences where they look, where the customer are. Um, and then together you can build that relationship and um, form that bond towards being uh, acquiring that customer. Yes. Okay. Um, one of the latest developments or trends that uh, maybe the last six months, maybe 12 months already, 
uh, is other companies have started to copy this kind of method, this mini program approach. Um, so now you can have mini programs in Alipay, you can have mini programs in Douyin, uh, which we talked about a few episodes ago uh, about Douyin. That's still very new, but how do you, do you have any opinion about that or uh, how do you see that? Well, of course, uh, as we as we discussing about uh, the mini program is a very powerful tool, and um, everyone um, in China there is a big competition. You know, even uh, WeChat and uh, Alipay they always have been competitors. So, um, uh, we, uh, for example, Alipay is building their own mini program. They have their own platform because. Uh, they need to provide also this service and they need to provide uh, these, these tools also to the developers and to people who want to create their own tools within their platform um, to, to be competitive. Actually, I think it's a, it's a good development for, for several reasons because um, these platforms, they serve different audience and, and they have different types. So, for example, in, in, in Alipay, you can have... Um, very similar mini programs now, or at least the technology base is very uh, similar. So, but they serve a different kind of customer. Alipay is not a chat application. It is when you want to do something financial. So I think we'll start seeing more financial mini programs or things you can do with money um, popping up in, in Alipay that could be could be useful. Um, and in Douyin, it's more uh, entertainment-based. Mm-hmm. And in, in WeChat, how I see it, at least, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, um, is, is, is the business presence. So the businesses are on, on, on WeChat, at least. Um, I think so. Um, so there's different purposes for each different app, but and that is fine, of course, and I think that's great. And then the good thing is they all use a similar kind of technology framework. So once you've built it from WeChat, you could very well, very quickly... There's always small differences, but much more quickly than between um, iOS and Android, which is completely development, uh, different development uh, projects. You could reuse codes or reuse the same mini program. Um, so I think you can speed up and we're going to one similar kind of framework, uh, maybe towards in the future. That, that's, uh, yes, that's, uh, that's probably like, like it. I would say that, uh, for example, Alipay has... Uh, it's also a strong position because as a payment system uh, through mobile, so I have probably a stronger position than other players. Uh, so for uh, and this biggest competitor with WeChat. Um, so so for sure to build this uh, this tool inside their own platform uh, and to allow people to develop their own applications inside their platform will help them to. Um, to be more competitive. And if you take it to a, maybe as one of the last questions as a little bit more practical kind of standpoint, what do businesses need to, to get started with this? How easy is it to, to develop a mini program? Um, are there any special rules or regulations or, or can you describe a little bit about that process? Yes. Um, well, it, in, uh, it's not as everything in China, you know, it's the, the process is not so uh, 
easy, it's not straightforward, um, but there is a process to be, to be followed. If you want to create a new program, you need to have a valid business license. So you need to connect uh, your, you need to have something called ICP, Internet Content Provider, and uh, that has to be linked to your business license. So you need a, a, not a foreign business license, but you need a, a Chinese business license. You need right? a Chinese business so license. So as a, as a foreign company, you would need a, a Chinese subsidiary or, or standalone Chinese company to be able to, to do that. Right. Um, and you're also saying you need an, an internet license, which in China, everything is regulated and everything needs yes. licenses. And that would also be required. Right. Yes. That's the first step. And uh, that internet license is for... Uh, for, for everything, can you do any kind of license? Can you get payments and, and get paid that way as well? Or um, that is another thing? That it depends on, on your actual business license. So uh, it depends what your company's business scope. So, and also if you want to develop a program that does certain things and needs to also be in line with your business license. Okay, so a lot of things depend on, on the scope of your business and how it's defined right. uh, within your business license, which is, I think is a very important fact for businesses that want to start. They've got to clearly define and, and think, what do I want to have in my scope? Because once you've said it, it's kind of hard to get a change, right? It can it's, be. It's, it's possible. Be. But yes, it's possible. It's possible. But of course, it's better to know do it once beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, there are some good practical things. Um, as, a, as a closure, I, uh, I usually end up with, uh, with this question. What would be your number one actionable tip to do business in China? Something that is very applicable. What, what, what is your greatest learning point and how could you, our audience apply that? Well, um, I, can t I can tell you something about my own experience. Yeah. Uh, I think... Uh, also, as, as a person who consults uh, other small business when they want to start something, I think it's probably not really necessarily connected with China. It's more like a general thing. Uh, but um, I see that uh, people who are more successful, of course, they have a clear idea of what they want to do. And they can talk to people uh, about their business in an easy way. So everyone they talk to, they can understand easily what they're doing. So it's what they call the five second elevator pitch. So if you meet someone in the elevator and you only have five seconds, you can explain them in this five second what you do. And, uh, and once you refine this marketing message, this uh, value proposition, uh, then you, um, you need to, to, to get it out, you know, to let people know what you're doing. And of course, trying to reach uh, more and more people. It takes it takes time to build a network, uh, and um, and you need to push sometimes to be pushy. Um, that's one of the thing, and uh, and the second thing also is to be consistent. So because uh, also probably connected to what we talked about is the attention span. It's very short, and um, you, you might be passed unnoticed a lot of time. So you need to be consistent. You need to uh, get out there and you need to be loud. And also you need to be 
do, do, it, do it steadily, you know, consistently over time and, um, and not be afraid of, of, of failing because there are many, we fail many, I myself have failed many times, still failing, you know, find different ways of doing things. I think, I think we're happy to, that we're failing, right? Otherwise we wouldn't be learning. Right. Just, yes. That's the only way to, to fall down and just get up again and, and try again. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, I like that focus and, and staying consistent and, and just staying on the path and, and know what you want and then go for that. Yeah. All right. Where can people find you? Where can they learn more about you? Um, do you have a LinkedIn or, or how can people connect with you? Sure. Uh, well, LinkedIn, you can find me Tommaso Sora or look for Sina Web or uh, Small China. You can also check out the, our website, smallchina.cn and uh, all together. So, and also sinaweb.cn. Okay, great. Um, thanks for your time. Um, we'll link all those things in the, in the show notes so sure. people can uh, easily access them and, and learn more about what you're doing. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And, uh, it was great. Thank you. Thanks for your time and uh, good to get some insights on the, on the WeChat mini programs. Thank you. Thank you. Doing business in China is a complex world. You can quickly feel alone and lost in its maze. But don't worry, China Business Cast is here for you. Sign up for our newsletter and regular updates on our website at www.chinabusinesscast.com. Thanks for tuning in.